the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. We're going to have nothing but propaganda in many of our schools. I've seen teachers tell children that they are girls trapped in boys' bodies. Remember, the Bible speaks extensively about a coming lawlessness. For the most part, it was far-left agitators pushing the violence. You know, our founders told us there's only one way to keep a free republic. You have to have a well-educated and moral citizenry. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I am Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles at the American Family Association's blog, The Stand, on lifesitenews.com and elsewhere out on the web, and be sure to go to our website to check out all our resources for parents and even grandparents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. Well, as election voting is winding up here, um, I know that many of you have still not voted, so let's revisit one more time in detail the Biden-Harris ticket, and the election mood in general. And we're going to focus a lot on Kamala Harris, the vice presidential candidate, in case you're not uh, familiar. I mean, uh, let's be honest, Joe Biden has some apparent cognitive difficulties, and no one would be surprised if his running mate became the president shortly, should they be elected. And of course, my hope is that they are not I'll just be real upfront about that. So who is Kamala Harris? My guest today, David Fiorazzo, longtime uh, colleague, very respected uh, commentator. He has written a compelling article called Redefining Radical, the case against Kamala Harris. So David is an, a commentator. He has his own radio talk show host, radio talk show in Wisconsin. Um, he's an author of several books. And you can find him at davidfiorazzo.com. Welcome to Mission America Radio, David. Great to talk with you again, Linda. Thank you. Well, it's so good to talk with you again. I've been on your show before, and now I get to have you on on my show. But uh, you you really have your ear to the ground on a lot of these issues. So let's just start uh, locally there, and then, then we'll go national and talk about the the presidential race, but what is the mood on the ground in Wisconsin there? What are you seeing and hearing? 
Well, I see a lot of enthusiasm for Donald Trump. Um, you know, a lot of people don't want to put flags out in their yards or bumper stickers on their cars because of the minions and the useful idiots that will vandalize your property. Um, so a lot of Trump supporters are are kind of afraid to do that. Even with that being said, I would say it's eight to one, the number of Trump signs or stickers as opposed to Biden signs in general. It's eight to one. Now, I'm in northeast wow. Wisconsin. I am an hour and a half from Madison, an hour and a half from Milwaukee. And I can imagine all the Biden-Harris signs there. But Wisconsin has typically been a swing state. We're split pretty much. A lot of the last uh, elections have come down to 52-48, 51-49, that mm -hmm. kind of thing, 53-47. It's unbelievable. So the majority of the state, I think, leans conservative. Um, but because of those big population centers, pockets, you know, Madison and Milwaukee, those two primarily, that pretty much balances out the rest of the entire state. So it's going to be fascinating. I couldn't make a call at this point, but the enthusiasm I'm seeing um, and more people speaking out on the conservative or Christian side really encourages me. Well, you know, the, the riots in Kenosha, and I think there were some in mm -hmm. Milwaukee as well, or Madison, yeah. um, you know, do you think that swayed a lot of people to say, you know, no way are we voting for Democrats who allow this uh, lawlessness? Do you think that ha you know, helped? Or, or I think so. If I were to speculate, which is what we're doing now, days before the election here, I would speculate that the average person that is not completely given over to an ideology will say, you know what, I we live here. We want law and order. We want police protection. Uh, we want public safety. So I would think that that helped. Plus, um, the way that Trump came in and, and uh, encouraged it to be handled, I think we saw who would be for law and order and who wouldn't. So uh, we're seeing this played out across the country. I mean, even what happened recently in Philadelphia, um, we've seen in different states across the country, in different cities, blue state or liberal governors or mayors are, I don't know, I, it just doesn't make sense to most of us how they would allow chaos and destruction and even people get killed over a political battle it is just astounding to me they are not serving the people in my opinion and by the way that's kamala harris uh, she's in that camp too she is in that camp i've been looking up some articles on her knowing we were going to talk about her and once a tough on crime prosecutor she can't even answer a, answer a simple question now about defunding the police i wonder why so we know kind of where they stand and i, so I, I really think that is going to uh, influence a lot of people to vote for the president because of uh, the police but the wild card as we know in all this is COVID 19. Right. It is. And election, potential election fraud. I my prayer every day is, Lord, give us an honest election and let us elect wise leaders. I mean, yeah. uh, I am so, so concerned about that. Well, so let's talk about uh, what you wrote about with Kamala Harris. I mean, again, people re really need to focus on her. Get get, get the focus yeah. off of Joe Biden because he's got some – there's some issues with him, and they everybody knows that. So let's go to her. She um, – you know, how liberal has her record been in the Senate? Well, she is the most liberal senator in the country and in the year 2020 linda that is radical that is extreme that's saying a lot um joe biden just recently said 
uh, at an event. My name is Joe Biden, and I'm Kamala's running mate. Y'all think I'm kidding, mm. don't you? Wow. He said, I'm Kamala's running mate. And we've heard maybe their mistakes, I don't know, slip of the tongue saying it's a Harris-Biden administration. So with his state, mental state, physical health state, we need to ask the question, what would a Harris administration look like? What kind of policies would she be implementing? You can learn a lot based on her worldview. And I learned a lot from her when I was going back and researching this in 2015. I'd written about, in my, even in my book, Redefining Truth, I was writing about Planned Parenthood and the Center for Medical Progress, David Daleiden, going in with the undercover videos, doing citizen journalism. And I just want to read a quote here from the Federalist. It says, cross-examination of witnesses, abortionists, and investigators revealed not just admissions of the violent crimes Daleiden set out to expose with his undercover videos, but that this is a textbook example of corporate donors and corrupt politicians ignoring civil liberties and using their power to prey on political opponents. So I had to look at what happened in that case. This was five years ago. Mm -hmm. Well, Kamala Harris, of course, she's one of the most pro-abortion candidates to run on any ticket ever in our history. Uh, She met with executives from Planned Parenthood a year later in 2016. She ordered a search warrant to steal David Daleiden's videos and documents. Now, you have to understand, whoever's listening, California law protects citizen journalists. But the raid was carried out anyway. And by the way, from what I understand, it was 6 in the morning. So the lead investigator under Kamala Harris testified that he did not examine the evidence. But he simply did what he's instructed to do by the attorney general's office. You can just smell the corruption here. So instead of prosecuting Planned Parenthood, who clearly broke laws, they were selling baby body parts. And Daleiden exposed that and got executives from Planned Parenthood on tape admitting what they were doing. She went after the citizen journalists who exposed the corruption. Now, that's when I learned, uh, started learning about who Kamala Harris is and was. Yeah, that's when she started coming uh, on my radar as well. And uh, she's she's a deeply, um, cor- to me, corrupted and jaded individual uh, just from that alone or, or else she sold out to some folks. Um, you know, if what she said is if she's elected, uh, we will she's going to go for basically federal uh, health insurance. Uh, you know, completely revamping what we have, uh, what we've been, Donald Trump has been trying to fix the Obamacare uh, uh, fiasco. What would be covered under a uh, Biden-Harris federal health program? Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm not uh, really up to speed on all the details and the facts on as far as the health care and everything. But you know they want to go back to full-on Obamacare and into socialized uh, medicine. You know that's the direction they want to go. It's interesting that they've been so evasive recently, both Biden Mm. and Harris. What's this putting a lid on a campaign? What is this hiding out and not going out and doing public events? I know they're using COVID as an excuse, right, because they are, quote, the confident ones. But I I just put together a video this last week. Uh, It came out um, Thursday that um, just really kind of narrows down what Trump has accomplished and why we're voting 
for these policies versus what the Democrats will do, what Biden and Harris, Pelosi, Schumer, AOC, Sanders, you got to put them all in that box because they're the ones that are going to be pulling the strings. What are they going to do? How can we in good conscience vote for some of these policies, whether it's health care, whether it's uh, the, the Green New Deal, whether yes. it's allowing abortion up to the moment of birth and using taxpayer money to pay, to pay for it, um, Green New Deal energy regulations, increasing unemployment. I'm just reading a couple points here that I wrote down. Um, they definitely will go back to weakening our military. Um, what about foreign policy, a policy of appeasement? What about abandoning Israel, our greatest mm-hmm. ally? Um, nullifying the Senate filibuster rule, so legislation can be passed with only 50 senators. And what about su- supporting the rising influence of judges who are not constrained by the original meaning of the words of the Constitution? This recent appointment, nomination, and confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, this is really a powerful thing yes. that could really happen in the coming year court cases in the coming years that could really swing things because there's going to be decisions made that's going to affect the whole country so thank god for the three justices that the trump administration was able to get through and thanks to the senate of course uh, mitch mcconnell lindsey graham thank you for the work that they're doing um we we kind of look at that as yeah that's what they're supposed to do but they followed through in these cases so i could go on and on there's there's laws that would compel an artistic professional or counselor to affirm the validity of same-sex marriage, even when that's contrary to their right. conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. They would reinstate the Obama-era guidelines that would require schools to allow biological males to claim to be, who claim to be transgender females to use girls' bathrooms, locker rooms, and showers. These guidelines, by the way, were canceled by the Trump administration. We can go on down the list, but there's so many policies, not only as a Christian, or conservative, but just as an American who wants to uphold the Constitution and wants some sanity and, mo- and, and truth as opposed to moral relativism, we understand there's a, just a, a big divide, a stark contrast in the two-party platforms. And, Linda, I'm encouraging people as much as possible to look at the, the three Ps, policy, procedure, and platform, and mm-hmm. ignore the fourth P that the media is trying to, you know, Trump up, no personality. Personality. Yeah, pers- oh, Trump yeah, is right. is uh, so uh, you know whatever boisterous and so yeah. raw and just says what he tweets and all this. Uh, who cares? Look at the policies. I know mm-hmm. as a Christian, I don't approve of all of his behavior and his no. tweets and some of his language. Sometimes I do not. I am not a Trump apologist. But you've got to look at what he's done. Is it better for the country, or were we worse off? you know, three and a half years yeah. ago than we are now. So you've really right. got to look at that. And the media is typically an arm now, the Democrat Party. So they are in full campaign mode for Biden-Harris. Well, we will talk more about, I, I would like in the next segment for you to go through for us what, uh, what what's at stake for Christians. You've done some of this already, but we really need to talk about why you know, if you're a registered voter, because it's too late probably to register to vote in most states, why you need to go to the polls and why you need to get involved and not sit this one out and do not think that you can just pass on the presidential line ticket item. We're talking today with David Fiorazzo, who is a commentator. He's an author. He's a radio talk show host in Wisconsin. A very articulate guy. Go to davidfiorazzo.com. It's F I. 
O-R-A-Z-O.com. And he's got his uh, links to his books, his articles, his commentary, and his radio show. You will very much enjoy all he has to say. This is Linda Harvey here on Mission America Radio. We will continue our discussion of the Biden-Harris ticket and especially Kamala Harris when we return here in just a few moments. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And I know uh, today is officially Halloween. Uh, we're not going to talk too much about Halloween. I think most of you know how I feel about that. Um, it's a, a spooky day, but it is also uh, Reformation Day, I believe, the day that uh, was it Martin Luther nailed his 99th theses on the on the church house door in, in uh, Germany. Uh, lots of other things to think about, including the election. I know many of you have not voted yet still, so that's why we're going back over for those of you who are, still need to know the reasons you need to get out and vote about the Biden-Harris ticket. We're going to tell you some of the problems here. We're talking today with David, David, excuse me, let me go back over that, David Fiorazzo. He's a longtime colleague and um, love, love his work. He's a great commentator, radio talk show host, author, has written a fantastic article called Redefining Radical, The Case Against Kamala Harris. So David, Let's. We're going to go more about uh, talk more about Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, perhaps in a moment. But let's just talk about Christians and the obligation to come to a decision here and and support good, uh, honest values and the future of our country. What's at stake in this election, in your opinion? Wow. Um, well, first of all, I think religious freedom is one of the big ones, because all it takes is a Biden-Harris executive order or something that voted on by you know, the Senate, if they happen to flip the Senate and be controlled by Democrats, and it affects our free speech. Why is that important? Well, we are called by God, by Jesus, to share the gospel, the Great Commission. We don't have free speech if we don't – well, we will. Some of us will continue to talk anyway. We'll be arrested, and we'll have a jail ministry. But uh, – Typically, yes. we don't want – we want to abide by the Constitution. We, we do want to have these freedoms that we have taken for granted, and that administration could flip that. So religious freedom is huge. One of them that hardly ever gets talked about is Israel. Uh, yes. Genesis 12 uh, says, uh, God says, I will bless those who bless you, meaning Israel, and I will curse those who curse you. A nation that stands with Israel has favor from God, and that's not talked about very often. From a Christian, from a biblical perspective, it is important for our nation to support Israel. And so that's something that, that will go. But the, one of the biggest issues, of course, on my heart and most of your listeners probably is this issue of life in the womb. Did you know that uh, the word uh, for um, fetus is offspring? It, the Latin meaning is little one or offspring. Oh. And in the Bible, a pregnant woman is referred to as being with child. Science backs up what Scripture teaches. The, the life begins at conception. The baby in uh, Elizabeth's womb leaped for joy when Mary went to visit her in Luke chapter 1. So the baby, they called it a baby, not just a pregnancy or, or tissue. It is living. Dead things don't grow. So 
we've got a battle on our hands because the lies and distortions have been believed by a great number of Americans. And so we've got a fight on our hands. But they are the most pro-abortion ticket in American history. Well, Uh, there was a bill. There was a bill that's been presented numerous times in the U.S. Senate, the Born Alive uh, Infants Protection Act for babies who are left to die after being born, inadvertently born, uh, fortunately born, but uh, during a botched abortion, that they would be protected. She and many of the other, virtually all the Democratic senators, I believe, time and again voted against that bill to protect those babies. Isn't that right? Yes, it is. And Barack Obama was one of the only uh, senators at the time in Illinois that voted against giving care to a crying baby that's in pain, that survived an abortion. And he said, no, it was the mother's will to kill it. You leave it on the table to die. Now, this sounds harsh, but that's the, the seared conscience of the Democrat Party. They just right. want to you know, let it die. This right. is evil, in my opinion. It is demonic, because in the Old Testament, they offered their children, their babies, to Molech, the pagan god. It was child sacrifice. Oh, we call it a choice. We call it reproductive freedom. What's wrong with us? So anyway, if you don't want to pay for abortions, then you, know, you don't want to elect Harris and Biden. So going back to a little bit in her, in her history, it's common knowledge that she began her career uh, in an adulterous affair with former San Francisco Mayor Willie Brown. He right. appointed her to, I think, two positions, well-paid positions in government. Uh, how that works, you'll have to ask Hunter Biden about that. But um, <laughs> Brown was 60 years old and Harris was just 29 at the time. Wow. So he helped her career. And, and so, she's, me, she's been asked about that, and so has he, yes. and they just smirk. She d- does her usual smirk, like, so what? So she I laughs, mean, that just ridiculous laugh. But yeah. going back to her childhood, she was raised Hindu. Um, her husband is Jewish. Her mother is from India. Her father is from Jamaica. Once she ran as an African-American, once she ran as an Indian-American, so she's like a chameleon. She caters to whoever can give her political power, and, of course, Willie Brown was one of those. So we we have to understand that's her background. Now, growing up, she got into power. She got out there as a prosecutor. Um, She did some things that – remember Tulsi Gabbard actually called her out on during the Democrat debate? Yes. And Mm -hmm. if if your listeners, if you want to find that tape – Go back to the Democrat debates. Just search Tulsi Gabbard and schools, Kamala Harris, or whatever it was when she was pointing out. I mean, she put people in jail for smoking pot, and she laughed about smoking pot herself. Just such hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to quote you asked about the Christian angle here. Many faith leaders have spoken out clearly against Harris and Biden, or Biden and Harris, uh, trying to get people aware of the fact of how radical they are. For example, Franklin Graham. He said, um, as followers of Jesus Christ, he believes, as we do, every life is precious to God. Now, we believe God created life, every human being in his image. Every life has value and is unique and special. Now, here's what uh, Franklin Graham said. I've got a quote here. Okay, Um, we have about a minute. We have about a minute. Yeah, a minute. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Let me jump ahead to Father Frank Pavone. Father Mm -hmm. Frank Pavone said, Democrat extremism doesn't end with with abortion. In this election, voters will choose between a free market or socialism, prosperity or a ruined economy, 
a secure nation or open borders, the Constitution or judicial tyranny? And that's it's, just one of the many quotes it. I share in that article. It, it, David, uh, give us your contact information. People, I'm, I'm sure, are going to want to follow up and read your material. Sure, sure. DavidFiorazzo.com. I've got a talk show, StandUpForTheTruth.com. And I've got three books on Amazon, and you can look me up there as well. Uh, I appreciate what you do and, and what you offer. It's always so insightful. Um, you are a blessing to to us. And I, I just urge you, friends, to... Um, Go to David's uh, website and follow up with this because he has a wealth of information. Thank you so much for being on today, David. God bless you. Thanks. God bless you, Linda. Thank you. Well, and I ask you, uh, friends, to be responsible. Go and vote. There is so much at stake. Understand the times, but do not be discouraged. Just remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. 